welcome to the Courageous Hustler podcast. I'm your host, Sandra Ocasio from SandraOcasio.com, founder of the Courageous Hustler brand. Our mission is to empower you to recognize that you can become everything you've ever dreamed impossible in your life, embrace and embody the Courageous Hustler in you. In this community, fear does not stop our purpose. We just learn how to walk with it. This show is going to feature courageous hustlers from all around the world who have overcome adversity and achieved massive success by being brave and unstoppable. Courageous Hustler is a mindset-focused open conversation podcast. To stay up to date on all upcoming episodes, make sure to subscribe, tune in every week. And with that being said, let's get on to today's episode. In this episode, I had the honor and privilege of sitting down and talking to Dr. Carrie Carter Walker. Dr. Carrie was born and raised in a small town of Cuervo, Texas. Her childhood and life experiences have taught her that no matter what obstacles you encounter, your past does not dictate your future. She's a firm believer that God gives everyone gifts and talents, and it is up to them to use it to fulfill a specific purpose in life. After being an educator, as a teacher and assistant principal for over 10 years, she found a new passion in life. She is an active realtor in Austin, Texas, and she's also the founder of I Squared Coaching, an organization that's focused on helping women of all ages become their authentic version of themselves and live a full life of finding their true calling. I am so excited for you guys to hear this episode. Dr. Carey always brings all the energy. And with that being said, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the show, Dr. Carey. I am so excited that you're here. I'm excited to be here, Sandra. Like, thank you so much for allowing me to come on your platform. Courageous Hustler, let's get into it. I'm so excited. Uh, and for those of you I did not say this in the intro, but Dr. Carrie and I met a couple of months ago and she is, I mean, listen, I can't wait for you guys, for you to tell these people yeah. more about you. How did you get started with just, just tell us about you more. And okay. I would love for you to, especially the courageous hustlers that are listening, like this is exactly why I wanted to bring um, Dr. Carrie because her, for her, first of all, I've heard your story a couple of times, but every time I hear it, I feel it even more. So I would love for you to be able to tell that story. Okay. A little more about you. Yeah, definitely. So, hey, y'all, it's your girl, Dr. Carrie. I am a realtor, investor, transformational speaker, and I'm just a lover of life. And I love to help women of all ages be able to live full lives because there was plenty of moments in, in my life where I wanted to just completely give up, completely give up. And so just to kind of touch on the story that Sandra <laughs> has heard a couple of times, I don't want to go into too much detail, but I mean, if you want me to, I can, but I just wanted to kind of share from my heart that I grew up and I didn't always love myself. I wasn't one of those people that had parents that, you know, showed me how to love myself, uh, gave me all the tools that I needed to be successful. And there are times where you go through life and you really just want to give up because you feel like you lack direc direction. You feel like you lack the faith. And a couple of years ago, I was still working my nine to five as a former assistant principal. 
in my parking spot. I used to cry, come in and go on from work because I just felt I wasn't where I needed to be in life. And one particular day was, I believe it was like October and I just found myself in a really dark place. And so I drove home, sat in the garage for a little bit with the garage door closed because I struggled with, with suicide years and years of depression, anxiety, because I just didn't, I didn't know how to love myself. And I left that garage, passed up my husband, went to go take a shower because I was one of those people that I was taught, you don't cry in front of people. You don't cry in front of people. You, you hold that stuff in, you, you take a shower, you cry it in the shower and then you get out and you're back at it. And I didn't have all the people to talk to. So that day I got in the shower got dressed. And instead of going to talk to my husband, or instead of going and just getting ready for bed, I went to my closet. And on my way to my closet, I grabbed my nine millimeter gun. And at that moment, I sat down, the lights were off, the door was closed. And I had a decision to make. Either I pull this trigger and end my life, or I put the gun down and I keep living and I keep fighting and I keep trying to figure out life. And when God whispered in my ear that he has work to do through me, it did something to me. It truly did something to me. And that wasn't the only time he spoke to me. There was other signs and things that I was destined for greatness and and I have to, to impact the world, but I didn't want to listen to it because I didn't see it. Nobody in my family has ever been an entrepreneur. Nobody in my family has truly stepped out on faith. Nobody in my family really has had a healthy relationship, you know? So not being able to see those things, you go through life and and depression, anxiety, really it attacks your heart, your mind, your spirit. And at that moment when he whispered, I knew it was something, something that I had to do. So from that moment, I've just been on this journey of personal development and learning how to love myself and being a better wife and being a better sister and daughter and extending grace to my parents. Because that's a lot of things that a lot of people, we don't do. We don't extend grace to our parents. They were only doing what they were taught and they could just pass that that down. But as a woman, (laughs) a believer, I I have been fighting every single day and there's still days I want to give up. But I keep remembering that moment mm-hmm. and the other, other moments in my life where I want to give up and I just keep pressing forward because I know God has something bigger and greater. And my life has been different ever since I quit my job in February of 2022. And I just been fighting and, and enjoying this journey of entrepreneurship, the highs, the lows, everything. Uh-huh. So that's a little bit about me, a little bit about my story, <laughs> but I'm here, y'all. It is great. Like every single time I hear the story, I, I get chills because it's always, you know what? I, I think that especially telling the story, I think that's such a courageous story to tell, right? Just even being on any platform, being able to get, and I think this is one of the things that I continue to go back to where it's like, man, I have so many different parts that I fear, but when you do step out on faith, it yeah. takes a lot of courage to do that, right? It takes so much courage to even come out here and start telling other people, like, if you have this feeling, you're not alone, oh, right? I love I that not. you said, I love that you said, like, you know, I, there was so many things that I was the first at in my family, right? Like no one in my family was an entrepreneur. No one in my family had healthy relationships. I could relate to that so much because 
obviously my dad was an entrepreneur. So I have a lot of my entrepreneurship heart and spirit from him. Mm-hmm. And there's also a lot of things that I, I didn't get from him, right? Like a healthy, like there's so many things about healthy relationships that, that I'm still battling with. Right. Yeah. And so this is I, what I love about this is that this is always a ongoing progress, right? When you heal one thing or right when I thought, Oh, I got to this level of personal development. I got to hit a whole nother level of new things that I'm uncovering. Right. And it's like healing really never stops. Yeah. It's a journey. It's a daily journey. And I think a lot of people think like, I I got to this point and the work is done, but no personal development. It's, it's daily, it's weekly, it's monthly, but you get to celebrate when you get to that next level, right? Like right now, I feel like I'm at the bottom of my next level and it is scary, Sandra. Like it is scary. And I'm like, I got to keep fighting. I got to keep fighting. So can I share what I kind of talked about? Absolutely, uh, Y'all, what is this Thursday? <laughs> <laughs> but being an entrepreneur, there's a lot of ups, there's a lot of downs. And the ones that are really, really about this life understand that there's going to be moments where you want to, to give it up. And this week, I really struggled mentally. I was like, all right, we got inflation going on. <laughs> we got the real estate market here in Austin, Texas, kind of like frozen right now. And I was like, maybe I need to go back. Maybe I need to go back because to, to my nine to five is what I'm saying. And I was like, let me give up. Let me go and apply for some jobs. I got connections. I know people and all of that. And I did y'all. I started applying. I got people calling me for interviews because I got the credentials y'all. Mm-hmm. have my PhD in education. And I was like, maybe this is it. And then I woke up yesterday and I go through my morning routine. I'm reading my Bible. I'm reconnecting with God. And I said, God, I need some confirmation. <laughs> I need some confirmation because I'm looking at my bank account. I'm like, all right, I can, this is how much longer I can make it. I said, I don't know, God, I need some confirmation. And I got a phone call about one of my listings. They were like, hey, we want to submit a cash offer. I said, oh, okay, here we go. And then I got um, another closing coming up. I'm I'm launching a new empowerment tour where I'm going to be traveling around um, the country and I'm just going to be talking and pouring into young women. And I thought about what our coach, our mentor, Patrice Washington, always talks about, chase purpose and not money. And when I thought about giving up and going back to that nine to five and that security, right? What society says, you need this, you got to have insurance, I'm going to provide you with this, a steady check and all of that. And some of my friends that went on the entrepreneurship journey, they went back. So I'm seeing some of that and I'm like, I'm not them. I'm not them. I'm called for something greater. So reconnecting with God and and getting the confirmation and realizing "Mm -mm, this journey that I'm on, I will go broke over doing what I'm doing right now. Like, I don't even care because at the end of the day, I'm called for something greater. I'm called to impact lives and to change them and to transform them. And that is what I'm going to do. And that is what I'm committed to. So I was like, I'm not taking no interviews. I ain't been answering no calls. I have just been grinding it out and focused on what I got to do. <laughs> right. You were like, I don't even know what I was thinking in this moment, but 
Um, I'll take it back. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that you shared that. And you know, it's so crazy that you are even mentioning being in a, a, a like a hard week because yeah. I was feeling it earlier this week too, right? And I think here's what happens. I truly believe this. It's when we are actually stepping into that that next level you start battling it's a mental warfare and I shared this on Facebook yesterday I because yesterday was a very difficult day I woke up and just like you I got into my morning routine and something told me go grab your journal from a year ago and I went and I looked at my journal from a year ago and coincidentally the the journal entry a year ago was me talking about having a mental warfare. And I shared that exact passage of what I wrote a year ago in my journal. I shared it on Facebook and I'll just read it real quick. And I wrote, when I'm experiencing mental warfare, I know this is just the enemy trying to derail me from my path. My mm-hmm. assignment is attached to freeing other people. He'll try to block my purpose to prolong other people's purpose. And more importantly, he's trying to convince me that what God is saying about me is not true. I say he, the devil is a liar. Mm. The truth is not even in him. God is getting ready to blow my mind because the devil got a preview of what God has in store for me. He's busy trying to plant arguments in my head so that every moment I get a negative thought that crosses my mind, I'm just going to get ready to get on my feet and start praising and rejoicing God because I know something's big getting ready to happen. And I wrote that and I was Ooh. like, oh my Can we God. take a moment? Can we can we take a moment? I didn't want to interrupt you, but oh my God. Oh my God. That is so real. That was <clears throat> and I needed to read that. It's so funny yes. because I didn't even I didn't even write much on my journal yesterday. I there were so many different emotions that I was going through. But yeah. I I feel like I heard that voice go read the journal entry from sometimes he takes you back to mm-hmm. a memory or something or you know he brings you back to something so you could remember don't yeah. forget that feeling because you know what I need you to remember a muscle you already gained at some point so that you can continue and what's so wild is that this weekend that just passed I heard a sermon and the 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 sermon was called um I don't need closure oh I don't need closure and it, it goes in, this is, and shout out to Dr. Darius, that's his name, um, okay. Pastor Darius. I don't, I don't, I, this is the first time I follow him, right? This is the first mm-hmm. time I discover this man. But it blessed me because we were talking about, he was talking about how sometimes we hold hostage our next season, all because we're waiting for closure from where we're currently at. We're asking God, but why me? Why am I still struggling? Yeah. Why is it, did this happen to me? But the reality is, you don't need an explanation. You just need mm-hmm. to keep moving forward. And I was like, okay, that's it. So while I'm sitting here trying to feel petty for me, why is this happening right now? I'm just focused on like, oh God, thank you so much. Cause I'm getting ready to see what's happening next. Right. Yeah. Like I'm just getting ready for, because I know that the disruption is the invitation to the next level. Come on. And so that's we got to move forward. So I love that you shared all of that because that's the thing I want people to know whatever it is that they're struggling with right now you're not alone you're not alone 
<laughs> you are not alone in this season. There is a lot of other. And what I also remember is that the pain that I'm enduring right now yeah. is less than the pain that I have missed. Yeah. Because I know that God has been protecting me. Absolutely. It could be a lot worse. So I'm like, let's not even trip. Now I'm thinking like, let's not even trip. Let's not even <laughs> waste time on that. Let's go. Not at all. And I was even thinking, because I called one of my friends who is on this journey too. And we always just be, we vibe. And I was talking to her and she was like, Carrie, everything is new. Everything in your life right now is new. You're on this new journey. You know, you're, you're branding yourself differently. Um, you have different opportunities and it's scary to you, but you got to think about where you came from. You quit your nine to five because you were underappreciated, undervalued, and they had you stuck for, for 10 years and you broke away from that. And since then, have you went without? I've never went without. I have, I have more than I had before. Wow. And why turn back because of fear and doubt? And I said, uh -uh, that's not of God. That's not of God. But we have to have those moments of when we're getting tested so that we can have that testimony at the end where it's like, y'all, I got to this point, but there was, there was points along this journey where I was like, all right, God, I think I'm gonna give it up. I'm going back, <laughs> but that's real. And I want people to know, like, you're going to have those moments, but you have to keep fighting and you have to keep believing and you have to keep understanding you have a power within you and you have these gifts and these talents. And it's only up to you, only up to you to follow that path. Because if not, the enemy is going to continue to distract us and take us off our journey. But God has us on this journey and he's always going to protect us. He got our front. He got our back. He got our sides. Like he's lifting us up. Like he's pulling us back when we need to be pulled back. And I had to reconnect and remember, I got you. God's got you. Yeah. And he's always on time. He's always on time. Like, listen, <laughs> I always, and it's funny because we often talk about, and this is something, this is something that was in that sermon that I'm telling you right now, right? We often talk about how much we got to trust God, yeah. but we barely talk about how much God trusted us. Ooh. And the thing is that, <laughs> right? Yeah, you're sitting here thinking he's trusting you with all these blessings, but mm -hmm. it's a really a whole nother level when he's trusting you with troubles. Ooh. And so he's trusting you with troubles. He's trusting you with other people's lives. Because if I give up or Sandra, if you give up, somebody else is not going to get up from whatever situation. They need us. Yeah. They need us. Yeah. That's so crazy. But yes. So listen, that whole sermon blessed my, blessed my whole life that day. And it's been, and I went back to it and I heard it three more times. And every single time I heard it, I picked up something new from it. But the whole point is sometimes you do need to reconnect with mm -hmm. something, you know, it, we're not new to this, right? Some of this pain we're going through is not new. It's just new in this new level you're at, right? And yeah. so what I love about what Dr. Carey said earlier is like, I knew that I needed to make some changes. I knew I needed personal development to be a better wife, to be a better person, to be a better sister, to be a better mother. That was me, right? Yeah. I couldn't even tell you, and I've shared this in, on the podcast before, I could not tell you what a good mother is because I wasn't raised by one. I couldn't tell you what a new, a, a good wife is because I was not raised by one. 
right? So I know that I'm, I ha I had to take that, that give myself permission to say, well, how do I become something I've never seen, right? And yeah. so I love that you said, listen, personal development is huge. For me, it literally becomes a daily thing, mindset, personal development, my faith. These are non-negotiables for me. They become non-negotiables every single day. I'm no longer negotiating with myself on some of these things. Nope. Not at all. Not at all. Because when I negotiate and when I sacrifice my time and I'm trying to give to other people, I can't. I can't do it. Not to the, my fullest capacity, you know, and mm -mm, I can't sacrifice that. I can't sacrifice the journey, the freedom that I have now, the time that I have now. I got to go harder. I got to go harder. <laughs> this and is that's, not exactly, that's exactly it. Going harder when, when things, everything is trying to stop you. Like I legitimately this year and this, this, not this year. Well, yeah, I would even say this year, but mm -hmm. this week alone, I was like, oh, so I, my blinders ain't enough. Let me go ahead and add another layer. Right. Uh -huh. Because sometimes it requires for you to go ahead and mute that person on Facebook, go ahead and mute that person on Instagram, go ahead and, and I'm not saying block because listen, people be nowadays, they be getting salty when you block them on Facebook or you block, especially family. Right. I'm not above a block. <laughs> I'm just being real with y'all. I'm not above a block, but I understand that. But no, I, I listen, I am all for it because for me, I agree. If it is going to disrupt my peace, my joy, and my happiness, mm -hmm. I will block you, delete you with the quickness. <laughs> there are some exceptions to this only because maybe I don't need to block that person because they're petty as hell. They're not going to forgive me but I could mute them for a little bit. So just know that's an option, right? As the tech person, that's yeah. an option. You can mute them. So you don't have to see their nonsense and your feed and all of that. So, but listen, block, delete and remove. Those are quick, like with the quickness. Uh, mm -mm, I don't need this in my feed. Nope. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the reality is it's not selfish when no. it becomes, when it's, when it becomes the thing that, you know, you don't need in your in your you don't need it in your radar right now right. you don't have the capacity right now you need to focus on other things and so I love I love that you shared that Dr. Carey because I feel like this is so much confirmation even for me mm -hmm. right where it was like oh wait oh you having a tough week too oh so I'm not the only one that's I'm not alone <laughs> oh we and listen I I would love for, from here on out when I do because I actually I, and I heard this is Patrice Washington too coming out one day she was like when you see people and I don't know exactly this is what she said but this is what I understood or what I interpret from what she said was something along the lines when people are at their worst like they feel like they hit rock bottom mm -hmm. don't feel bad for them congratulate them mm -hmm. like start congratulating people and say congratulations because this is the lowest you're ever going to be at this is where it re really requires for you to now actually be courageous as heck and say all right so let me go ahead and prepare for this next new season and so with all the things that we talked about today it's like I'm not looking for closure I'm really not even looking for closure anymore I really do not need to know what are the other steps that are coming ahead. I just need to know that I have to continue. Just go, just take the steps. Stop prolonging my next season all because I'm looking for an explanation as to why did I just, why am I still struggling? Yeah. 
So with that, I would love to ask you. So I know you, um, and that was a, you know, I, I appreciate you sharing all the things about your story and even the, your struggle with suicide, like having mental, the suicide thoughts and all of that. Can we go back to that for a second? What were some of the steps that you took that helped you get out of that, that, you know, that season of having those thoughts? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the first thing was reconnecting with God. So I had to reconnect my relationship with him. Like I always had a relationship with him, but it wasn't always strong. It was like, I'll go to church, you know, I'll do all the things for the church. But then it's like, what am I really believing in? Like, am I believing in the building, you know, the people? And I had to just reconnect and just kind of shut all of that down and just focus on me and him read my word, meditating, praying, all those things. I created a solid morning routine where I added on different things throughout um, the past couple of years. But now I come up to my office and I pray, I meditate, I do my affirmations, my gratitude. I might write in my journal if I feel like I need to release something. Um, I even look over a life list. So it's something I learned a couple of years ago where I created a life list of people I, and things I want to give and donate to, uh, things I want to, to have in my life, um, things I want to just do and to be and to, to become. And I review all of that um, each and every day. Uh, and then I work out <laughs> and I get my day started, right? So those are just some things that I do to make sure I feed myself, but ultimately feed my mind because your mind, if you've ever dealt with any mental health issue, a lot of people can understand that your mind is constantly being attacked on a daily basis, whether it's you're watching something on TV, you might listen to something, some of the things somebody might say might trigger you. So if you're not doing those things in the morning to feed yourself and to get in a better place, you're going you're gonna to be easily distracted and it's going to be easier for you to go back. I also started going to therapy. I had to go to trauma therapy first because of the things that I dealt with when I was a child. And I had to learn to love my body again because I was molested when I was younger. And that took, it took years for me to be comfortable enough to talk about it, but then also to learn that other people had dealt with it too. And I wasn't alone in that struggle. And I had to learn that I had to protect myself because nobody protected me. So I had to learn all these different things over because I had lost it when I was six years old. So going to trauma therapy, getting past that, and then just going to regular therapy as well. Um, a lot of people, especially in, in, in our cultures, we like, we don't need, we just need God. You don't need to go to therapy. No, y'all, you got to do both. Like I need God because he's my strength. He, he gives me my power source. He is my power source, but I also needed therapy because I had to make sure that I could believe in myself. Again, I could love myself. Um, I could feel comfortable in this body because of the damage that happened to me in the past. So those are just some things that I had to do. And I do on a regular basis to make sure my mental health is where it needs to be. And I never will be that same Carrie that I was before. Wow. And here's what I love about this that you're saying you need therapy for the trauma. Listen, that's the step number two. That's step number two in my step up method. I know that um, I, you know, I mentioned to you that in this season, we're kind of covering the step up method. Step number two for me was therapy for the trauma. And I love that you shared that because a lot of people 
I don't know what it is about therapy or the word therapy that's so taboo in some areas, right? Or in some seasons. And it's like you said, in our culture, or we're, we're raised to think that yeah. you have to go to therapy only because there's an issue. But the reality is we all have issues mm-hmm. in some capacity, right? Whether you were born with a silver spoon in your mouth, you have some type of therapy, you have some type of, in some capacity, you, you're going to need therapy for some. And I actually feel like the way I feel now about it is mm-hmm. I want all my friends to be in therapy. Like if you ain't in therapy, we can't be friends, mm-hmm. right? Like if you don't have, you have not taken the time to say, you know what, let me go. Cause you read this, you do discover a lot about yourself in therapy yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that. I think it actually makes me even more, oh, it brings more of my self-awareness. It, it brings me more of my self-discipline. Like it just, it brings so many different things to me. And I love it. I, I actually go to therapy weekly now. I've been going to therapy weekly. Two things that I don't negotiate with anymore is therapy and my B12 shot. Um, my B12 <laughs> shots. I'm like, if I don't get these B12 shots, I am not, I am not functional to the full capacity. Uh-huh. And so I love that you share that because a lot of people think, why do I need to go to therapy? But the reality is there's nothing wrong with it. Let's normalize therapy, like let's normalize it. And so I love that you actually also said um, that you went to therapy for the trauma and then regular therapy. Can you share a little bit about that? And like, what is the difference between the two? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm an open book. So (laughs) my story and the things I've been through, I'm, I'm very open with talking about it because um, I've healed and I want so many other people to be healed if you've dealt with, you know, abusive relationships or being molested or whatnot. But trauma therapy, um, I was introduced to it because of the childhood molestation. So um, I had to kind of go back to that moment. Okay, now this was a different type of therapy. It was a little scary at first, but it was almost like they kind of not necessarily hypnotize you, but they put you in like this, um, like this trance kind of thing where it's like, go back to that moment. How were you feeling? Who was there? What did you see? And I had to go back to that, that six-year-old girl that was, was dealing with that. And that was from six to 10. So going back to that moment, moments and having to reflect and, and engage with, with that situation in order to get to this point, um, it was scary, but it was worth it. It was very scary, but it was really worth it because I had to do that because I couldn't be the person I am today if I didn't do that work. So I could rather be scared and stay in the same situation and deal with the same things over and over. Or I could fight and I could believe and I keep showing up in therapy, crying my eyes, my tears and, 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 and blowing my nose and all of that and trying to fight. I had to do that. And I had to keep pressing through it, but it was a little scary. It was a little different, but it was worth it. And then just regular therapy, just to be able to talk to somebody on a regular basis, uh, just so they can kind of understand your triggers and see how you are and making sure that you are still on this journey of of healing and, and protecting yourself and loving yourself. It's worth it. So that would really be the differences. It was just more intense and really made you go back to that moment. Um, or moments of when you um, had the trauma. That is, thank you so much for sharing that. That is like amazing to hear that you can actually even just surface back to something that you were really scared. 
sometimes I think we really do believe like I'm so scared of going back to this, you know, the, the this mental state that I was in. But yeah. the reality is, if we don't face it, we can't even confront it, right? We can't even get over it. And so I love that um, that you gave us that explanation because I I actually do think that's important to also understand. I my um, therapy for the trauma was a little bit different. I I didn't, I've never heard of that one. Well, I've seen it in movies, like the one you just explained. But mine's was a little bit more of it was it was um it's called psychotherapy. I don't know if I'm even pronouncing it right, but it was like psychotherapy or something, or it's just like more meditation of some kind, but we did not talk. Like she did not say, tell me what you saw or tell me who was there. It was more of me. It, it, it was almost like meditating and doing it at the same. It was, it was different. It was just a different experience, but it was still bringing it back to that moment and then still being able to release what, what happened what did I actually start telling myself in that moment? What did I make it mean for my life? Yeah. And what, like, what lies did I continue to adopt? Right. Because all those, all those things translated into now. And even, you know, some of the things like I was abandoned by my mother Mm -hmm. and I can actually openly say that now before I used to say, Oh, you know, she was never in my life. That's not true. She was yeah. actually like, she legitimately abandoned me. Right. But I made that mean so many other things. Yeah. And so it took a long time to actually even talk about it without getting choked up. Mm. So that's what I love that yeah. we're able, we have been able to overcome some real big life altering things that some people can't yeah. even handle. Sometimes we really think I have a really big um, I'm really scared. I have, I'm, and just because I'm really, I'm really scared doesn't mean my problem is really big. Right. Just because I'm really scared does not mean my problem is really big, Mm-mm. but it's, it becomes a little bit easier once you start understanding it. And yes, yeah. you know, some people may look at it as like, oh, okay. My, somebody got molested. Cool. They got over it in some kind of capacity, but you done you didn't actually get over it because it comes right. it shows up in other areas in your life if you don't actually go back and heal it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I love that you know we're even even talking about this. It's just it and it's and every time I've noticed that I share more and more and more, I've I'm actually healing more and more. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's why I'm like, I don't, whatever stage I can get on, whatever podcast I can get on, like, I want to share because the more people that can hear, they'll understand what they have to do in order to heal and to do the work that they need to do on themselves. Because if not, we're just all going to be walking around here broken. And, And I don't believe in that. I don't believe God wants us walking around here defeated, broke. I don't believe that. We should be living a life of abundance and freedom and being healed and whole. That's what I truly believe. So we have to share our stories. I love, I love that. I know you love also doing transformational speaking. Tell me a little bit more about some of the um, projects that you have coming up to, to for where people can come and see you on stage. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I mentioned this earlier. I have a young women's empowerment tour that I'm calling Let's Ride School Tour. And I came up with this acronym RIDE when I was speaking at this university, I believe it was last month, to um, some high schoolers. And um, it was all about just risking it all on you. 
you know, and, and really believing in, in so much more. And so I, God just kind of gave me a download. And I've just been going to work on, you know, getting things booked and, and things like that. So I'm going to be traveling around speaking to young women, um, in particular in middle school and high school, and even at some colleges, just about pushing through adversity, uh, dealing with conflicts in your life, mental health, self-awareness, self-esteem. Um, I have three different packages where I'll either speak um, and then I'll do like a roundtable talk about entrepreneurship. I have a vision workbook that I'm also going to provide and t-shirts for the young women. And so I have another program where if they want me to do the speaking, that's great. If they don't, I can go in for a full semester, uh, maybe even bi-weekly. And um, I have curriculum that is ready to go where it's focused on SEL, social and emotional learning. It's what I did my dissertation on. I used to teach it when I was a teacher. And I really believe in it because if kids can really understand who they are and they understand their worth and their value, we could change so many lives. And I am truly called to, to speak to young women, but to, then to also to women as well. And so Patrice actually asked me to come back and be the opening speaker for Command the Stage. So if you don't know what Command the Stage is, you better head over to, I believe it's patricewashington.com and get signed up. I think she has like a thousand dollars off right now. Y'all get in there because the Command the Stage live event, I will be the opening speaker and I am excited. I am lit. Command the Stage has completely changed my life. P2P has changed my life. And I'm on this journey of, I need to get to as many cities and as many schools and colleges to, to help women and young women change their lives and live with abundance, with freedom, with fulfillment, love, and healing. I love that. Oh my goodness. And listen, yes, Command the Stage. Shout out to Command the Stage. I definitely will drop that link. I feel like I've been talking about Command the Stage all these episodes. So it's funny oh. that you brought it back. I was hope uh, it's so fun. Not that I was hoping that I could go to another. It's just like it keeps coming up. And I think that is so important to actually even still keep talking about it, mainly because it really did change my life. Right. And I I also met you. That's where I met you. Yeah. Right? That was the event where I met you. Mm-hmm. And I truly believe that it really it. It's like the things that have helped me are the things that I'm actually sharing. This is why I love that you came and you were able to share with us more about your journey, how, you know, what are some of the steps that you took? It, it feels like so in alignment with this, with my step up method too, because it's like step two was therapy for the trauma. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked a little bit about step three, which was expanding your mindset. You, you organically talked about that. And then even step four, um, step four is personal development and so it's just so crazy how we kind of touched on all those so it's crazy because now it's gonna make it a little harder for me to figure out where I'm gonna insert this episode (laughs) but it's all good um okay so Dr. Carey I want to ask you a couple of questions before I you know I I let you go I do appreciate you taking the time to coming on the show blessing my people blessing all the courageous hustlers if you had to go back and give your 18-year-old self one piece of advice, what would that be? Mm. If I had to go back and give my 18-year-old self a piece of advice, mm. there's so much I would tell her, but the main thing would be keep fighting. Keep fighting like your life truly depended on it and never give up. Never give up and and keep believing in, in all your dreams and all your goals. Mm, love it. Okay. 
tell me what are the three most influential people in your life and how did they impact you? Oh, <laughs> let's see, let's see, let's see. Definitely would be number one would be my older sister because my mom was always working and, and traveling and stuff. And my older sister had to step in and have those conversations, you know, about sex and, you know, life and puberty and all of that. So I definitely say shout out to my sister, Courtney, uh, because without her, I don't know where I would be. She is just so important to me. Right. Um, the second person would definitely be my younger sister, um, Caitlin, because she she lost her husband in a car wreck and seeing her journey of healing and how she became a completely different person. Like when you lose somebody, especially your husband, mm-hmm. you could give up. And I saw her at her lowest, but she's on this journey of healing and she's just she's just an amazing person. Uh, number three got to give a shout out to Patrice Washington like because when I was at my lowest moment in my life I listened to her podcast and I don't even remember how I found it um but I remember her talking about her pillars her her story and I was like if this woman can do it I've never met this lady never even seen her if she can do it I can do it too and then few years later here I am doing command of stage and p2p and actually meeting her in person so those would definitely be the the three most influential people in my life. Wow, that's powerful. And I love that you said your, it wasn't like you said your mom, your dad, it was like your sister, your, your younger sister, your older sister. I love that. Um, It, it, it it resonates with me. I don't have any older sisters. In fact, I don't have any sisters at all. I only have brothers. Um, but I can, I can resonate that I had an older cousin and she was also very influential. And, you know, although we don't chat like that, we're not cool like that anymore. Mm-hmm. It's still someone that I can say, I'm still praying for you, even from far away. And, yeah. you know, you were influential enough for me to come and mention you. Absolutely. <laughs> so I, Absolutely. I love it. <laughs> okay. So one is, what is one and one of the most scariest, courageous hustler moments that you've had in your life? Oh, definitely when I walked away from my full-time job because I recorded the entire thing. I had my husband recording, like my hands were shaking. I was nervous. And uh, it was February 7th of 2021. I woke up and I was like, yeah, today's the day. Typed up my letter of resignation, sent it in. But that was definitely, um, yeah, it was nerve wracking, but it was courageous because I took a leap of faith on me and my dreams and my goals and left something that was very secure that I had been a part of for 10 years, right? That's what they tell us, go to college, get a job. And to step away from that life and to bet all on, bet it all on me. Yeah, that was definitely, <laughs> that was my moment. <laughs> that is so dope. I love it. All right. And where can our listeners follow, um, find you online? Absolutely. So um, I stay on Instagram. So Dr. Underscore Carrie, D-R underscore K-E-R-R-I-E. I'm also on YouTube at Dr. Carrie. Uh, my website is um, www.isquaredcoaching.org. Um, I have a LinkedIn as well, Dr. Carrie Carter-Walker. You can hit me up, follow me, um, become a subscriber. I also am the host of the More Than The Bag podcast that's on all platforms. 
Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart. Yeah, More Than the Bag is my podcast as well. So that's me in a nutshell. Thank you so much, Sandra, for allowing me to come on your platform and to talk to all these courageous hustlers. Y'all, let's get it. Let's go. Believe in yourself and keep fighting like you ain't never fought before because you are worth it and you deserve it. So let's get it. I really hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Dr. Carey is such a wealth of knowledge. She has such an amazing personality. She loves serving people. She, you could find her through speaking, coaching, teaching, and I want you guys to reach out to her. I, I definitely feel like with all the experience that she has and all her skills and mindset, she is such an amazing realtor. She's such a good transformational speaker. You can go book her for speaking or sign up to any of her empower to her empowerment tour which is actually going on now you can visit her at www.isquaredcoaching.org or follow her for motivational and real estate tips at dr underscore k-e-r-r-i-e on IG. I will put all of this information in the show notes. Also make sure you check out her Let's Ride tour, which start it's already going on in now in September and it's going on through May of 2023. I would love for you guys to reach out to her. She, again, she's such an amazing I, I mean, listen, she's an amazing human being. I want to connect you with nothing but the best. And so I will add all this information here in the show notes so you guys can reach out to her and experience her for yourself. And with all of that, I will see you guys on the next episode. I really hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. As always, please go ahead and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. All those handles are here on the show notes. And also make sure you give us a rating. We would love to be able to grow this community, share this podcast with anyone you believe is going to be blessed by this information. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified of our next episodes dropping. And until next time, stay courageous.